I don't really want to be clowns for my traveling behavior anymore. Like it's, it's an old, like, why can't you just do you? I'll do me. And that's what we'll just do. Like, we don't have to do this whole, like, I like to get to places early. Yeah. It, it was, it was a topical It that you're, you're, I'm sorry. You were a victim of the algorithm this morning. It just made me think of you. Mm. <laughs> Like, I'll just it, never be late. It's not for... top of mind for me. <laughs> oh, it doesn't keep you up at night. <laughs> no. I get to the airport two hours early. No, don't worry. Yeah, for All context, right, Dom travels, in my opinion, poorly. And I travel, in her opinion, poorly. Um, Because I don't like to wait places. I don't travel poorly. That's It's not poorly that I like to get there extremely early. It's actually the opposite because that means I can handle anything that's thrown at me by the airport gods. So you, on the other hand, you couldn't find your confirmation number and therefore you missed the flight. Me, if that happened to me, I would still have. Why are you bringing up old left. shit? I'm that was five saying, years ago. Like, yeah, but that still counts. More than like, that. That's never happened to me. It matters. Mm. of this story and yeah, your argument well wait till i publish the the novel i've been writing with all of my spare at the crib time while you at the airport waiting for three hours <laughs> i bring my laptop like i get stuff done i don't know like i'm not sitting there like eating shake shack <laughs> i'm door to door in minimum time oh yeah 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 okay anyways um Okay, so this article from the cut, negging. I had never actually heard this term before I read the article. I just saw the picture of Mr. Darcy and I was like, oh, let me read because one of my favorite literary characters. Um, I, I liked the article because I kind of agreed with it, like in favor of it. But then do I think that any sustainable relationship stems from negging? No. Do I think that the relationship can be enhanced by it? Perhaps. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know when you read something, you know when you read something or you have a conversation and you're like, mm-hmm. you're thinking about it, you're thinking about it, and then you kind of take a step back and you're like, wait, I don't think this is actually as deep as I thought or like as insightful as I thought. <laughs> that and, how you felt while you reading this? Well that's how I felt after I read it because like and maybe it's just a me thing, but I had never heard the term either. And mm-hmm. I, I felt like what they were saying was kind of straightforward to me. Like it was like, yeah, agree, 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 agree. And then I was, when I was done, I was like, okay, but what did we learn here? <laughs> um, because. Yeah, I felt like we learned that it was toxic and that 
you shouldn't act like it shouldn't be something that you're attracted to but that it can open up parts of intimacy I didn't really understand that part well so to me it was like it it just it's something that depends on your like so like partly on your social like capabilities right like right how much how much feel do you have like how much are you picking up on social cues to like because if you are um if you are like going too far with it and like being mean to somebody i feel like i feel like maybe around high school college age you start to realize that like that's in kind of an immature way to flirt but I think there's always room for a little, just a little casual roasting. I think the good point that the article made was that it like, it somehow communicates that like you've observed the person. If I liked that. you're like subtly roasting them for something small. Um, and I think, yeah, I, I completely agree with that. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, I, I think that's something that you kind of learn through, like, lived experience as you get a little older. Is like, um, like, teasing each other and stuff. Like, it can only go so far before yeah. it's kind of immature and, like, a little cringe. <laughs> I think that also, as you get older, even if when you're still in your 20s, I mean, listen, I love a good banter. Like, I love a, a good back and forth because to the article's point, it kind of shows that the person has, knows me a bit. Like, they feel comfortable enough with me to call something out, something small, like stupid that I might do or that I might say um, or behavior or whatever. And so I feel like it's kind of a little, oh, okay, like we're at that level. Let's keep that same energy. Um, and I like that back and forth. But I even think that the whole idea of like knocking me a peg down like I used to love that because I thought it was kind of a sign of like because I have such a big personality and so I always am coming into situationships friendships any type of ish or ship with kind of like I like to control things and I like to be like the bigger voice and so when someone like knocks me kind of down, I'm like, oh, okay, let's let's test a little bit. Like, you think you can do that? That's funny. And so, but I also think that there's a respectful way to do that, and then there's like a disrespectful way to do that, where it's like, no, you're actually now being demeaning and disrespectful. And so, I think part of growing up is figuring out that line. Um, and also figuring out, like, I always say I want someone who's really kind. So, like, at the end of the day, like, if that's, if their banter and, you know, nothing isn't coming from, like, a kind place, then that's something you also have to look out for. But, like, I used to not differentiate the two. I was like, oh, I like to be knocked out of bed. Because it kind of just showed that, like, you were more of alpha. Like, I always felt like if I can walk all over you and say whatever I want, then that's not attractive. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that, like, like, would this be a a worthwhile conversation to have, like, pre-internet? Because I feel like 
now hmm. that TikTok and like IG and Twitter exists and people can be like, this is what negging is. Like, um, negging is like a subtle, it can be a subtly abusive tactic for men to like lower your self esteem and ultimately like be controlling. Right. Um, but like, I think that there's a whole spectrum of it that sometimes it's just wittiness, <laughs> you know, like sometimes it's just like conversation. So, um, like, I wonder if before people had like all of these definitions and like ways to articulate like, like things they're feeling, um, would this have even been a thing or like, is it as simple as somebody's witty or if they take it too far, they're just an asshole. <laughs> right. Like, I think sometimes I'm like, does this term need to exist? Because like someone could just have really good back and forth with someone. Um, it doesn't go too far. And like, back then it was never, it was never really nugging in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if, I don't know if like we had to assign a word and then assign like a negative to it because at the end of the day like to your point they could just be like not a nice person and like different people yeah like maybe Maybe because it's in the context of a relationship like maybe because it's in the context of like romantic relationships that's why they they, like deserved a word um yeah yeah I see what you're saying and because it's in the context of like yeah well, it's in the context to me of like subtle male abuse that is like non, not <laughs> physically violent, right? Like, right. It ultimately is a way for women to protect themselves. But sometimes it becomes an umbrella for things that to me aren't actually that behavior. <laughs> also, I was thinking about like why they used a Mr. Darcy like a a shot of him and I was like I guess he does nag her at one point like he does kind of insult her and make her feel less than um but then also in the same van is expressing his love for her and she doesn't take it like she doesn't accept it she most literally dumps him after she does that um but then obviously at the end she goes back to him because they both say that they were wrong and they kind of nag each other and I think when you're a girl and you see those examples, you're very easily, I guess, susceptible to thinking that that's a form of love. I think it's weird because it's not necessarily wrong, but it is like a form of affection that they both articulated (laughs) with each other. Like they both were like, on the same level with each other and articulated their affection and love for each other through essentially being like you're annoying no you're withholding no you're emotionally distant mm-hmm. no you're um you're kind of poor and don't come up to my standards like they were both kind of going back and forth and i remember like as a teenager i thought that was like hot like they both could almost one-up each other each time and it was like, yeah. increasing the attraction so i'm like how do you unlearn those things if that's almost a form of we've normalized that being a form of love 
and mainstream media. Like you can name a bunch of different rom-coms where they met each other for 90% of the movie and then end up together. And obviously it's a movie, so it's not necessarily real, but it's not like those those types of relationships don't exist. I mean, those types of relationships aren't successful. Yeah, no, that's a really good point about um, about rom coms. I feel like that's like the classic vibe. It's either they're friends or they are just in denial about their feelings. Like to me, it's just denial. Like some of that, right? Where like they just have a bad communication style. Like they should have talked that shit out. They're in denial. <laughs> <laughs> they they don't want to admit that they have feelings for each other. Like that is not so much what comes to mind for me so much as like you meet somebody and you're talking to them and like playful banter kind of thing. Yeah. So I was trying to think, at least I always, I like to push buttons a lot. So I like to always figure out how far I can push before it becomes like a, in middle school, they call it like a no joke zone. Like something that, just you don't want to joke about like it's just not funny Mm -hmm. that person and might be funny to everybody else except for that person so I always try to figure that out early when I get to know someone because then I know like I'm a jokester I'm a goofy goofy girl I love to like be sarcastic I have dry sense of humor so I always want to see how far I can push before I get to like actually tell like real jokes about you I'm like, yeah. a victim of that where someone pushes too hard and I'm like, you don't you don't know me like that. Like back it up. Like you don't. That's um, funny. And I've been the perpetrator where I'm like, wait, I don't know you like that. I'm so sorry. That wasn't cool of me. So I feel like I guess maybe that's my advice in the context of Megan is like if you're getting to know someone, like you have to figure out what their boundaries are first and like what's worth joking about. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I'm too. Which brain is the the straightforward brain, the logical brain? Is it right is it or left? Le- I think it's right, like the messy I think brain. It's right. Yeah, I think it's like. Sometimes right. I yeah. feel like I'm too right brain about a lot of this shit. Where I'm like, because I agree with you. Like it's so fun. Think about it in the context of your friends. It's so fun to make fun of your friends. Like when it's when it's all inbounds. Right. And like I just think that of course there's room for that in romantic relationships or in flirting. Right. Um but there becomes a point where you're just being mean or you're just being demeaning or like you need to chill out. You know what I'm saying? Um Totally. So yeah, sometimes I think it can be simpler, but um no i appreciated the article at the end of the day but i i do think it's one of those things where it's it is a little simpler than that right like yeah but then it had me thinking about all the times that like have i been negged and i was like not like negatively i feel like i i feel like maybe i could take it maybe far but I think people are afraid to take it too far with me. <laughs> so I was like thinking of like, was, like I don't think anyone, like anyone romantically has ever like pushed me that far. I think I'm also just not like, I like to dish it so I can take it, but like, I'm mm-hmm. sensitive. So I think that like, I'm always really careful. Yeah. I'm super, I'll be like, 
no, I don't like that. So, but like, I don't think that in relationships I do that. Like, I just don't like, I just don't like to joke like that. I don't know. I feel like what I joke about for myself, if I'm doing like self-deprecating humor, like, I would feel some type of way if someone put that, like, back on me. Like, mm-hmm. took my own joke and then put it back. Like, that to me wouldn't be flirting. I'd just feel like that's inappropriate. Like, that's not for you to joke about. I feel like you enjoy it as part of, like, a, a chase. Like, when you're being with somebody flirting with you, like, somebody's trying to talk to you. That's when you'll be like, oh, <laughs> like, oh, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I, I like that aspect. But I don't like when, I don't like when guys are mean to me. And you know, I had all these guys apologizing to me recently. So I don't, obviously. Yeah. I what's up with that? I made it too fucking far. It's so funny. It's, it's really I don't understand I, that. Dude, I'm telling you, I have, like, an air about me where it's not like people are afraid to, like, I think after they realize they cross the line, I'm very much, like, I'm not, like, I'm not a blow it up person anymore. Like, I used to, like, be like, okay, let's tussle, like, right here, right now. But I'm just not anymore. So I think then that causes, like, nervousness of, like, oh, my God. Mm, so you nag people? So you make people desperate for your approval? (laughs) Oh, definitely. This is probably why the article intrigued me so much. So I was like, I think I'm the aggressor. Like I'm the 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 person Uh, who knows the problem. (laughs) I might be the problem. Um, Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I think I am more. I see what you're saying. So I was talking. I was I was talking about it in a different context than you. I guess. Like I was talking about it more like in a flirty sense um i think in all my relationships i i nag though like i think that like all of them i do some form of like maybe exploit some jokes <laughs> to get affection <laughs> to get something back yikes wow um master manipulator <laughs> master manipulator dom yeah. oh my yeah. god i do have i do i'm a bit like i do I'm not like I'm not like actually a manipulator. Like I'm not actually trying to change people and get what I want. But like if I do, when I do want to have some fun, if I, were. I do want to like. <laughs> <laughs> oh I man, will. you're on fire right now. You're on fire. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I just like to joke around. I'm just like fun. I feel like nothing's really that serious. So. Sometimes, it, yes, it, it goes a bit far, but a lot of the times it's just like, I don't know. I do, I agree. I think it feels like a bit of intimacy. Like, I'll only do that with people I really care about and love. And, um, yeah, I feel like it's like, and if I, if I do it with you, it, feel, it means that I probably like you more. Yeah. Well, there's like, I guess, I feel like it's weirdly is a way of gaining people's trust or like building your own trust in people is that like yeah you trust all or most of the people that like have gotten through that (laughs) like you trust that they know your like your boundaries and they know how to like handle you essentially yeah and it's like i'm not looking i'm not looking like i'm not 
I'm like a masochist. I'm not looking to like get negative energy or like, you know, I'm not a negative person. So I'm not looking to like make a joke about you. Hopefully it comes back at me and I'm like, oh, that hurt. Like, no, it's more of like, I like, I like that that can be a part of like our conversation and it can be a part of like our friendship. Um, Like I had a friend this weekend ask me, like what is like every every person has that thing right like mm-hmm. that your other friends bitch about about you like for some people it might be oh this person um this person lives in a vacuum they never like they're they never like ask anybody else how they're doing or it's like this person um i don't know kind of thing but mine my friend was like sometimes our friends say that you can be like really direct where it like doesn't take um almost it doesn't feel like you consider other people's emotions when you give them a response like when if someone asked me for advice and i gave it to you like gave you my advice it might sound come off sounding harsh and i was like yeah that's cool i was like i'm a straight shooter and i don't really like provide Mm -hmm. a lot of comfort around that which is like something I'm looking to do more but I feel like everybody has that one thing and so when you start to get to know someone and you figure out maybe that one thing that like might annoy you and it comes up every now and then in your relationship then like that like that's a form of like being close with them so for me Mm -hmm. I guess it's just like the whole like nagging thing that's kind of like how I kind of find that closeness. Interesting. Do you feel like you are aware of it when you're doing it? Yeah, hundred percent. Because I know huh. that, like, I know that, like, I'm a jokester, and that I'm like can be, and that I can joke about something. But I also, I'm, I'm so self aware that I know how to take it like too far. And even when I take it too far, in my brain, I'm like. It's too far. Like, I'm not looking at this. Hmm. That makes sense. That makes sense to me. Damn. Classic. You and Mr. Darcy, yeah. man. Just the nagging types. You know, it's probably because we're just like masking all of our uh, emotional availability. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay, but I'll give you I'll give you an example here. I'll give you a slight callback example too. Siobhan Roy, not nagging. She's just a bitch. Like mean. She's just mean. She's just mean. You know, and like is being mean because she can't. Uh, she can't be bothered to communicate her emotions. Like that thing. to me is too far. Right, and I think that everybody everybody knows most people know it's like if i say something to you right now right like we started this episode talking about travel and i was like well it's not it's not my fault that you're gonna be late to the airport a lot of the times or like you're missing flight whatever normal nugget mm-hmm. i could turn that into a mean statement and just be like it's not my fault that you're not prepared for anything in life and that you live your life hour to hour right right that's mean like that's yeah, just like a mean <laughs> Yeah, then you're just like, wait, what? Are you, I just I didn't get to the airport 30 minutes before boarding. Like, I feel like 
there's a difference. And so maturing is knowing that there's a difference between like two things of how you say it, right? Like sometimes you can be saying mm-hmm. the same thing, but how you say it to someone in your delivery and like the undertones of what you're saying are what switches that dynamic. And so like, I've become, I've made sure that I'm more of the former of like, it's not your fault. You're going to like, you, you run the risk of missing your flight every time you fly versus like you're mm-hmm. unprepared and you don't have your shit together. Yeah. I mean, and perception does matter so much too. Like to your point about like your friends feeling like you're so direct, like you might even think that you are being nice or like you might have, uh, like you might have held something back. Yeah. Honestly, Um, most times I do. (laughs) And the things I get asked, I do. (laughs) Right. But so you need to, like really to just have friends <laughs> you need to to be cognizant of how people are going to respond or how people might respond and that they might not be able to know what you meant and all that i think that that's why like that's why nagging works right is because uh it it does get people thinking about their insecurities or like right. whatever they whatever they are self-conscious about. Um, but, I mean, the goal is to get them to like you, right? So you do right. have to, take. you, you do always have to factor in, like, how they might react and how they might actually feel. Right. Right. No, yeah. I agree. It's, it's, a, it's a balance. And you have to just, you have to get to know someone. Everybody's, something I learned early on in therapy, that everybody has, like, really different sensitivity levels. And Mm -hmm. so once you figure those out about people in any type of relationship, that's kind of like when it's because the onus becomes on you to switch your behavior because just because you wouldn't be offended by something doesn't mean somebody else wouldn't be severely offended by something. Right. Right. Um, So that's, that's hard. But like, even with my friends, even if I do hold, it's like, I'm not, and I guess it's like a, good point to end on is like don't change yourself based on how other people react like don't do that but just know that you have to take you have to measure yourself sometimes and figure out what works for different people that you care about um okay on that note we'll end this because it's like a little fun debate poll we can play tomorrow as well okay so question that we pose to our friend group this weekend in terms of cis heterosexual relationships, because obviously this would change. So between male and women, male and female, sorry, who is freakier and who is just more sexual? I think it's women for both. What do you mean by yeah. more sexual? Because I think that the, I feel like the general consensus or like a lot of the discussion or fodder that happens is that like men are freaks. And to me, that's just not true. I think, I think men are just more sexual because whatever statistic there is about there, but like men thinking about sex, like every two minutes or something like that, like whatever it is, I don't think it necessarily happens with women. So, okay. Point for men under sexual. But I do think that women in heterosexual relationships are more willing to 
try different things, more willing to do different things um, mm-hmm. than men are. But I do think at the end of the day, men are very much like, I really like sex. I like to have sex more frequently would be great. Da, 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 da. Whereas women are like, I like to have sex. Do I need to have sex nine times a week? Not necessarily. Do I like to try things, try new things when I'm having sex? Yes, 100%. So I think mm-hmm. that makes them just a bit more freaky and like more willing to do everything. Like, like kinky. I yeah. Like I think that's where there's a difference. Yeah. No, I think that men think that freaky means that they just love sex. <laughs> and that's not true because and you love sex, but it, like yeah. to do it one way each and every time. <laughs> right. Right. When I was in, <laughs> when I was a freshman in college, yeah. This girl that was a senior then was hitting me up. And I was like, yeah, I'm a freak, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, well, do you, like, would you be interested in da, 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 da? And I was like, I'm not a freak. <laughs> I, I, I guess I'm not a freak. Um, <laughs> like, that's, that's, I think, is what I mean. Like, and sometimes I'll hear stories from my friends that aren't straight, and I like to think of myself as like someone who would do anything once, which I don't know if that makes me a freak, but like I would try anything once, and it does. Like, oh, I wouldn't. Try- oh, okay, cool. Um, I would be like, oh, I wouldn't try that. Like, I'll hear my friends talk about who are are not really on the same like sexuality spectrum or part of the sexuality spectrum as I am, and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I would do that. And so I think it's, there's definitely a spectrum to it, but at the same time, I just do think that women are a bit more, maybe because it's, maybe because we just haven't, um, I don't know, I don't know what the reason might be, maybe because we're always just trying to figure out, like, what's the best way to get an orgasm is, I don't know, but you're just so much more creative. Like, well, that is true, guys. Mo- yeah, guys spend more time. I feel like trying not to. <laughs> no, literally, like I'm like use a brain. I don't know. Use that left side of your brain a bit more. <laughs> right side, right side. Oh, right side. All right. I'm Whatever. dead. Anyways, um, that's all I got to follow up on yeah, the previous is- episode. Um, Kiki Palmer posted with her baby daddy. So honestly. I don't know. Maybe posted you, with him? Yeah, she posted with him for her birthday. Huh. I, I missed that. I missed that. I did so, see her birthday so her birthday shoot she did. Yeah. So I think maybe it could have been a Jay-Z Beyonce thing, but it was, it was all a PR ruse. I don't know. But she did, he like took her out for her birthday and he said something like, we're partners in crime or some shit. I was like, huh. Yeah, I mean we don't we don't know all the information. That's funny though. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Congratulations like, to that man on his survival. Yeah. Like he gets to live in the house again. Lit. <laughs> That's so funny. Um Oh my god. Do you have any tweets? Oh well, these are housewives. Stay 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 with me for a second. Um Oh, it was a picture. It's actually funny. It was a picture of Jeremy Allen, um, the guy who plays 
Carney in the bear. And mm-hmm. he's just like walking, obviously, you know, he's like in his hot boy phase right now because he's got a divorce or whatever. And someone zoomed oh, really? in on like his, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone zoomed in on his blue nail polish and was like, okay, I'm over it. This man is for the streets. And I agree. Oh. <laughs> he kind of does, does give street vibes. Yeah. Can't be mad at him. He's he's up right now. Bear season right? two. He's been waiting Amazing. for this. He's been waiting to get all his fits off. <laughs> um, I have two that are kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, imagine if regular people got traded like pro athletes. Your boss just tells you that you're going to Burger King tomorrow for some picks. <laughs> Where would you like to get traded to, like, in your world? If your boss, like, if, not even if your boss, like, what if your parents were, like, you're getting traded today, like, you're no longer your friend. Like, there's Turner's baby. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Come on over. Oh, so funny. Um, (laughs) If you ever got stopped and frisked, is Giuliani mugshot going to hit extra hard? Yeah. Yeah. Freaking yeah. Isn't it crazy that he got stopped on, like, like, he got charged with, like, essentially what he brought down all these New York gangsters for in, like, the 90s and the 80s? Like, that's so crazy to me. It's beautiful. Like, what a circle of life moment. Law and order. That's what it is, <laughs> baby. Law and order. <laughs> Boys and blue. Mean, for real, for real. Yeah, right. I have this last tweet. Just just one um just one to end on. Um Born a boy just like Summer Walker. I will not go into further details. I kinda get it. I'll think about that one until next week. Yeah. But that's it with you. But that's it. I will. I will. All right. Cheers. All right, well happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Mm-hmm.